Hello friends and a warm welcome to the Slow Living Collective. This is a podcast about slowing down, living seasonally and embracing an intentional life. So introductions, I'm Amy, I'm a 30-something mum of two, homemaker, home educator and allotment gardener and these podcasts are love notes from me, sharing the things that I sometimes need to hear myself as well. In these episodes, I'm going to delve into what it means to walk a different path, to stepping outside societal norms and embracing all the beauty that it provides. From educating our children outside of the school system, living in a small home by choice, surrounding ourselves with a life of intention instead of living a life by default. I welcome you to come on this journey with me and open your mind to maybe a different way of living. I hope you find what you're looking for within the words of these podcasts and I hope they speak to you in your own unique way. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode here on the Slow Living Collective. Thank you so much for all of your comments, your reviews, your messages you send me on Instagram. I am so thrilled that so many of you enjoy this podcast and just as much as I enjoy making it, I find podcasting so therapeutic and so good for the soul. Now, right on schedule, my cat Beatrice has heard me podcasting and she is here. She wants to get involved. So as per usual, any muffles, scratching noises, anything like that can probably be attributed to her. And um, yeah, she just loves to come over when I am hit that record button. She really does. She is absolutely uh, a part of this podcast. So shout out to Beatrice. She's right here and purring away. Probably not close enough to the microphone for you guys to hear at this point, however. So today I want to talk about Christmas and I want to talk about it in the sense of slowing down and simplifying and how we can just really be mindful um, going into the season because it is a season of excess and excess is everywhere, consumerism is everywhere, this expectation is everywhere and I want to sort of share how we almost opt out of a lot of the things that Christmas forces upon us and I just want to share how you can still slow down and simplify this season it doesn't have to be the this sort of excessive season where you end up burnt out now I know you can all hear Beatrice purring but you know she's co-hosting with me today and um, we're just going to dive in and start talking about some ways that you can be more mindful, protect your energy, be more intentional and just not get overwhelmed by the Christmas season because it can sometimes be a lot and uh, I think it's sometimes intended to be a lot. Obviously in terms of purchasing presents and things like that you know that's a consumerism thing it's intended to be a lot it's intended to you know push push at us all the time you know we've just passed Black Friday which you know is a bit of a, um, a US import for us here in the UK not something that 
you know, I grew up with Black Friday just wasn't even a thing. But obviously, as time goes on, you know, these things have changed and, you know, Black Friday is becoming, you know, very much part of our pre-Christmas culture here as well. And uh, Black Friday's not for me. Uh, I, you know, I don't love consumerism in general. I don't love, um, you know, fast fashion. I don't love just just fast consumerism in general it's um to me it's gross and it is the epitome of everything that is sort of wrong in our society you know in in terms of um you know not paying workers fairly exploiting employees um contributing to uh, a world that is you know on the brink of catastrophe in terms of the climate crisis and yeah, I just, I'm just not down with Black Friday, I'm really not, not to mention that most of the deals at Black Friday aren't even deals, so there's that as well. You know, I don't want to um, be part of something that, you know, endorses everything that is wrong with society and our culture around purchasing, spending and consumerism. It's funny because when we talk about Christmas, you know, there are so many amazing and positive parts to it. Like, on the one hand, I love Christmas. I love when it actually gets to Christmas, when all of the stress and strain and buying of things is done. I absolutely just love those days where the world or the country or, you know, around me closes down and we just focus sort of inward for a few days and I know that's not everyone's reality but certainly for us you know we spend our time in December um you know seeing family and that's wonderful um spending time with close friends just getting together ahead of Christmas which I'm going to go into um in a little more detail in a while but just uh, enjoying, you know, spending time with people that we love. And, you know, those days actually over Christmas, you know, we always focus our attentions on, like, unplugging, switching off, and just being very present. And um, that's what's the most important thing for us, is to be able to make those memories and spend time together, spend time with our family. And it's not about... It's not about the presents. Oh, hey, Beatrice. <laughs> oh, hey, you come to purr on the podcast. Um, it's not about the presents that we have um, and what we buy each other. It's about those moments where we are able to um, just enjoy being together. And that's that's where we get our most of our joy from. The first thing I want to dive into in terms of Christmas is that it's okay to opt out of certain things. It's okay to opt out of what everyone else is doing. You don't have to visit a Christmas tree farm. You don't have to go and see Santa. You don't have to go to parades. You don't have to, you know, have dinner with Santa, breakfast with Santa. You don't have to do anything 
anything that doesn't serve you because it can seem like a lot and it can seem really like a lot when you have children because you're supposed to create this magical season that they're always going to remember and there is so much pressure on that and it's something since we had children that we don't indulge in um for us personally going to visit santa we don't do um and that's because of the expectation on our children to perform in a certain way you know everybody wants to get this picture from santa sitting on santa's knee um or adjacent to santa as the case may be um and we don't expect our children to perform in that way for us we don't expect our children to actually even feel comfortable to do that and I certainly am not going to get into this routine where you know I expect my children to want to go and see Santa but also to um, just be happy about it because that's actually not always the reality you know I'm not going to put my children through something where they're screaming and crying just for the picture, right? And um, I'm just going to give you a little warning. If you are listening with children present, you might want to turn the volume down or just skip ahead a little bit. Um, I'm going to talk about something that we don't want, maybe want young ears to hear in terms of Christmas. So... This is your warning. I'm going ahead now. Um, something that we are passionate about in terms of our family and Christmas is that we don't want our children to think that Father Christmas is this magical being that produces presents and, and there is no consequence for that. So we are still finding our way with Father Christmas and, and how that works and what that looks like in our family um i don't quite know what i'm doing but that's parenting i think um i you know i'm torn between this idea of um father christmas and not telling the truth to my children uh, i don't love the idea of making making them believe in something that ultimately they'll find out one day isn't true and yeah so I my children are young enough that it's actually not really a big deal at the moment um I also don't agree with this idea about Santa that you know financially you can just you know you can just ask for whatever you like Santa will bring it <laughs> in some cases and it's just not for me I don't want to raise children that just expect um, and children to some extent do expect you know we we uh, often have these conversations with our children you know if something breaks my my eldest she's three and she'll just say oh you can buy another one and it's like but that's not how that works you know we don't just you know, we take care of things and it's not just an endless money pot and that's obviously something we all have to learn um, and, you know, we are really passionate about our children 
you know, knowing that as well. And so I'm still figuring it out, finding my way, and I don't quite know what Christmas will look like throughout their childhood. You know, currently we have a three-year-old and a one-year-old. My three-year-old is, you know, more excited about Santa and about Christmas in general this year. And we have said in the past, although I'm not really certain that she had that level of understanding then, but, you know, we have said in the past that, you know, it's not just that Santa brings the presents, like mummy and daddy have to pay for those presents. So, you know, it's not, um, you know, we get the bill. It's not just a, a freebie we can ask for and expect anything we want you know we we have to pay for that because we want them to know the value of money and we want them to know that you know while you know Santa might bring presents you know uh, who has to fund that mummy and daddy have to fund that we don't just um we don't just expect you know there there has to be this level of understanding that you know um daddy goes to work and earns the money for our family mummy stays at home and takes care of them and the house and we live from this shared pot and you know um presents whether it be from us or from santa have to be funded somehow and um, yeah, just that understanding of you know the way money works in a real sort of child friendly and age appropriate way and so like i said i'm still figuring it out I am absolutely still figuring out. But in terms of, you know, opting out of things, going to see Father Christmas is one of those things. I don't want a season that is just full of things that I'm out and busy all day or all weekend, every weekend, just, you know, doing things to make this season magical. Because from my childhood, I don't remember the things that I did. I remember the Christmas days. I remember the days at home with my family. I don't remember if we did anything. I don't remember going to see Father Christmas and I did it. But those things are not the things that stick out in my mind. The things that stick out in my mind are the time I spent with my family. And as an adult, the thing that's most important to me is the time I spent with my family. You know, so one of my funniest now Christmas memories is how in terms of how we structure our Christmas day from when I was a kid even till now we still do the same is we we always opened stocking presents in the morning I'm an only child so it was just me when I say we but um, I opened stocking presents in the morning from Father Christmas and then um, after that um, I would, you know, have time to play with those presents. My family would be, you know, preparing for dinner and stuff. We would usually have dinner sort of around lunchtime, our Christmas dinner. And then we would, once dinner was done, and family presents would happen after that. So we would always open presents like four or five o'clock. Um, we are not the family that like opens every present first thing it's more of a staggered process and as a kid it used to kill me it used to really kill me we used to finish dinner and we'd be like clearing away and then you'd be like can we open the presents now and then somebody would go we'll just make a cup of tea and it'd be like ah 
<laughs> no, I can't wait any longer, like the anticipation. But as I've grown up, I've really appreciated that. I've really appreciated this sort of staggered day. And it's actually something that um, we do for our own children as well. Now, last year, we obviously had a baby and a two-year-old. So we found Christmas really intense in terms of my two-year-old, I guess, you know, the baby, he was just six months. So his sort of excitement around Christmas was fairly minimal. Uh, other than pulling the baubles off the tree, there was not much else he was interested in. Yeah, he wasn't really interested in presents, more interested in the paper. He was only just starting to eat food. So, you know, there wasn't really anything... Uh, you know, Christmas dinner wasn't that much of a big deal for him. You know, we only started weaning him about, well, end of November last year. So he has just turned 18 months now. So, six, you know, when he was six months was about this time last year. And so we noticed the, how much my daughter, when she, you know, she was two, she was almost three, she's a February baby. And so she's now three, almost four. And we, you know, we noticed how very overwhelming Christmas was, even though we do things very slow and simply and um, it still felt like a lot. Christmas Day felt like a lot to her. Um, we always do like a Christmas Day with my dad on Christmas Eve. We've done that for many, many years. I've always celebrated Christmas Eve with my dad. And so you know, in recent years, and certainly since the children, it's become more of a, like, mini Christmas day, I guess, and so we always do our presents with him on Christmas Eve, and, you know, we have, like, food, and nibbles, and drinks, and it's just like, like a little Christmas day, and then on on actual Christmas Day, we go to my mum's and we do presents and stuff there. And so what we noticed last year is because obviously Christmas Eve, we did presents with my dad and also any presents that weren't like family that we were going to see presents. So we would do like any presents from my husband's side of the family who we generally see like either before Christmas or after Christmas. So um, we would do presents, their presents that they sent on Christmas Eve as well. And then the presents from family that we are physically with, we open on Christmas Day. And that includes our presents to the children too. And we even found that quite intense for the for the children, particularly H, my daughter, um, you know, because it is very overwhelming for them to just suddenly get all these presents and, you know, tearing into it like, wow, and then it's like, okay, wow, wow. And they never have any time to actually sit with the presents that they have. So we've decided on doing things a little differently this year and enabling them to really enjoy what they've got and just enjoy it in the moment and not be like overwhelmed and then have this big pile of stuff because you know even when you do things simply you still get a big pile of stuff <laughs> and so 
yeah, we just want them to be able to enjoy their presence and just actually enjoy them in the moment and enjoy having something new and not be so overwhelmed by everything. So we are having uh, my dad over again for our pre-Christmas thing and so we will have him stay over a couple of nights. So we're currently thinking that on the 23rd which is um, a Friday my husband will I presume will be working right up until um, finish on the 23rd and so we will have maybe in that evening just open a few little presents from whether that be family members or friends you know godparents and stuff whether that be um you know just some little presents just to sort of kick off like the present extravaganza and we'll let them open like you know maybe a couple of presents then then on christmas eve with my dad we will do um we will do the presents between us so we'll open his presents he'll open our presents and that will just give the children time to enjoy the presents that they get from my dad because it can very then get very quickly get sort of swept up in everything else you know the presents are um enjoyed and then it's on off and on to the next one and, and then you're like five days later and you're like well remember this we haven't even looked at this yet so um, I'm kind of thinking like a staggered present opening through Christmas Eve for them. And then obviously Christmas Eve, we will do, you know, like mince pie for Santa and, and stuff like that. And on Christmas morning, my so my dad will stay over Christmas Eve night and he'll still be here Christmas morning. So we'll do like a little stocking just for the kids to open on Christmas morning and just of some like, little bits nothing nothing big in their stocking my stocking was um always you know like smaller items things to keep me occupied up until dinner uh, things like that so um i've already um i've already got a few little bits for the kids for christmas um we try and do second hand as much as possible and i've mostly achieved that so um we do have some new stuff um but yeah, we've got quite a few bits secondhand for them as well. And so they will enjoy their stocking on Christmas morning. And then we will go to my mum's on Christmas Day. They are coming to us on Boxing Day. And then on the third day, which we call 27th, we call casserole day because that's when we always usually go out for a walk and then come back and have casserole. So on Christmas Day, we will do... The children will just open pre their presents they get from my granddad. We've decided that that will just be what they do. So they'll have my dad's presents on Christmas Eve. They will have presents from my granddad on Christmas Day. And that is, other than their stocking, we're just going to focus on my granddad's presents. And then on Boxing Day, everyone is coming here. And so, and so then we have decided that we will do presents from my mum on that day. And just presents from my mum. So it will give the ability to have that focus on the presents they get on that day. That is their focus. And it's not overwhelming. There's not loads of presents from loads of different people. And it's just the focus of the presents 
that happen on that day. And also, you know, although this isn't the idea, it will also enable the people who give them the presents that are present to be able to you know, enjoy those presents with them as well. Um, you know, because there there comes a great joy in giving presents and, you know, you want to, especially with the children, you know, you want them to enjoy it, you put the thought into it, you think they'll like it and, you know, it'll be nice for um, people to just have that time to spend with the children enjoying the presents that they specifically selected for them. So that's the intention there. And then on the... Uh, uh, what day is it? I'm so confused now. So that was Boxing Day, and then on um the aforementioned Casserole Day, we may do remaining presents. We may not. Um, but certainly the following day, we are going to just do something just the four of us, just me, my husband, and the two children, just at home, like just a little mini Christmas day, I think and just then enjoy the presents that they have already gotten and just have some downtime for them. It gets very overwhelming for small children uh, throughout the Christmas season and we might then, if we haven't done them on casserole day, then we're going to do the presents from us on that day. So we're almost spreading these presents out over like a four to five day period to just give them time to enjoy them and to not feel rushed, to not feel like overwhelmed by them and just be able to enjoy the excitement of having these these new presents. And um, prior to that, I think what we're going to do is sort of like clear the presents out not the presents, sorry, we're going to clear the toys out that we already have so that they can um, focus on their new toys. We do toy rotation anyway, so minimal toys for us is completely the norm. And we know that that encourages like a deeper sense of play and things like that. So um, that's what we're going to do ahead of time. We will just enjoy the presents that we get over Christmas and enjoy that, you know, people have picked them for us so yeah we will do presents for the children over over this period of time to sort of stop the overwhelm and hopefully um, allow them to just really immerse themselves in the moment the experiences and the toys that they're getting the build-up to Christmas can be so overwhelming there can be so much to do and there's almost just I don't know when you've got children as well, just, you know, all of these things that, you know, you're expected to do to make the season magical and it doesn't have to be that way because, you know, like I said earlier, the, the magic is often in like those really small little moments and it's not really about the presence, you know, while I've just spoken about like how we're going to approach present giving, you know, for us, Christmas isn't about the gifts. We we do do it, and we certainly do uh, focus more on the children in terms of gifts. And you know, we we try and do our best in terms of um, giving presents. You know, we shop secondhand. We purchase things you know, that are actually needed rather than just gifting for the sake of gifting. And so 
when it comes to all the other things surrounding Christmas as well, I, I think it's really important to remember that a lot of the joy and the excitement of the season comes from like the really small things. It doesn't necessarily come from like the perfect gift or going to Lapland or visiting reindeer or going to see Father Christmas. It doesn't have to be all of these expensive things like I said uh, earlier. And you know, if that's your thing, that's your thing. But you know, here on this podcast, we're talking about, you know, simplifying and slowing down. That's what, that's what we're about here in the big, the extravagant. To me, it feels like too much. It feels too much for me. It feels too much for my children, my family. And it's, to me, it just feels like excess. And um, it's just not for me. And it's completely okay. I want you to know it's completely okay if you say, no, that's not for me. And, you know, we can certainly get caught in these cycles. I'm not exempt from it, where you feel like, should I be doing more? Should I, am I making this magical enough for my children? And, you know, like I said, the magic comes from those really small moments, sometimes that you don't even notice. Like some of my best memories are from the tiny moments the normal moments, the almost insignificant to the eye moments, just being with my family. It's never about the presents I receive, but it's just about all being together at Christmas. And I know not everybody has that relationship in their families, and I'm incredibly lucky that that we do. But I, I don't want the consumerism and the consumer culture and this drive to always be looking for the bigger and the better, it, it's, it's not what my life is about and it's not what I want Christmas to be about. I want Christmas to be about those small moments, about saying yes to the things that serve us and no to the things that don't. I don't want to be dragging around all of December, seeing Father Christmas here, Father Christmas there, sending Father Christmas a letter now, getting this, getting that, standing in queues, standing in crowds. It's, no, it's not for me. And while I say that, you know, we have just gone to our town's Christmas fair. We went there yesterday, time of recording, and they do like a, a parade, they have like an all-day event in our town and it's lovely, it really is. It's, um, you know, full of craft stalls and food stalls and like rides that adults, children can go on and it's just really enjoyable. It is enjoyable that, you know, and our town really comes out for events. They are really, we're really lucky where we live. I mean, it's one of the reasons we live here because <laughs> we love it. And, um, you know, the events that take place in our town and the way they take care of our town is like second to none. And so we did take the children to uh, this event and there was like a Father Christmas parade and then they switch on the lights on the tree and they have like a firework display. And so we did take the children to that. Like, that was a lot. (laughs) It was busy. It was packed. Um... But, you know, I wanted to see if it was something the children would enjoy. And they did. They really did enjoy it. It was free, right? So there was no 
no expense on that and was a bit busy for my liking and very rammed in amongst a crowd at one point which is not my favourite even in the pre-covid times <laughs> um, but since covid you know like I'm just not used to being in, in massive crowds as I'm sure many of you can sympathise and so uh, we did take them to that, they did enjoy it, we saw the tree being lit and we saw the firework display and then we came home, we we didn't spend a lot of time there, we just went for the things that served us and then came home and it was it was enjoyable and the children really enjoyed it. But I already feel like that's me done, like that's, that's what I need for the Christmas season and we will probably go out, we'll check but we always have like the Rotary Club always do like father christmas going around the streets on his sleigh i always loved that as a kid it was always incredible and we we took the kids out to see it last year and um my daughter really enjoyed it and so we'll do that again this year and then um other than that i don't think we will do anything in terms of like scheduled events um I think we might pop to the garden centre because they have like a little Christmas trail you can walk around um, and that's very minor and we'll go during the week when um, everyone's at school and yeah that's that's all I really feel like doing um, and other than that we will we've got some plans to see some family and some friends ahead of Christmas so we'll get that done Again, very low-key, nothing too over the top. We'll do our usual scheduled stuff that we do. H at nursery, she has um, a couple of little Christmas things going on there. And with Forest School, we have a little Christmas thing going on. But other than that, I'm not going to get involved in anything else because it just, it's a lot. It's a lot and it's okay to say no to the things that are too much. In terms of putting our Christmas tree up, you know, putting your Christmas tree up is a personal preference as well. So much around Christmas is a personal preference. And this is not, as you know, as usual, this is nothing against anybody who does what they want to do in their own home with their own lives. This is just, I guess, sharing to for people who are, you know, sometimes feeling a little overwhelmed by the season and feeling the expectation of doing things just to know that it's it's okay to say no and it's okay to opt out of some things and you know we we'll, we all have sort of like different levels of christmas i i enjoy christmas i really do i don't i'm not christmas crazy but i enjoy christmas but i enjoy it in our slow and simple way and so putting up the christmas tree for us is a december project uh, we don't have a real Christmas tree only because I'm allergic to them. I'm allergic to pine needles. They make my skin ever so itchy. And so um, for us, it's easier to have a fake Christmas tree so I don't have to deal with being itchy all Christmas because I'm sure that would make me really dislike Christmas. <laughs> and so, yeah, we have a fake Christmas tree and, you know, we put that up every year. And other than that, we just do have some sort of like minimal decorations. Um, I actually think I'm going to sort of minimise our decorations this year because um, we do have a lot. But I just, you know, I like I like the feeling of having the stuff out to an extent. 
I get to a point where I'm like, I just want my house tidy. <laughs> and to that end, I always clear up my Christmas tree before the new year. I hate wandering into the new year, which always feels like a fresh start, right? Um, I hate wandering into the new year with my house not feeling clean and fresh and, and ready to go after Christmas. So I do like to get stuff away. Um, when I was growing up, we always left the Christmas tree up over New Year, but you know, as as an adult um, in my own home, I do prefer to get to clear it up. And actually, you know, my mum does the same now as well. Just get it tidied away and let's start afresh. Let's go again. Once the Christmas celebrations are over, I just don't feel the need to stare at the Christmas tree anymore. So we will put the Christmas tree up either in the first or second week of December. And um, the reason for us personally why we don't put the Christmas tree up earlier is for us, November, we're still celebrating autumn. We live a seasonal life. We live according to the, you know, the wheel of the seasons. And, you know, here in the Northern Hemisphere, autumn is until the end of November. So until the end of November, we are very much still in autumn mode. I still have, you know, my autumn decorations up. I have, you know, like pumpkins around still. I am, you know, I'm not a, a Halloween pumpkin kind of girl. I'm a, we're celebrating autumn. We've got, you know, leaves and pumpkins and the oranges and, and they stay up through, you know, September through November. And so, yeah, you know, until we've finished, finished out our, our autumnal celebrations and everything that comes with that then you know we will just continue to enjoy that and then you know then it's technically you know we start celebrating winter but we will always you know move from autumn into Christmas and then when Christmas is packed away you know Christmas is just part of the winter season in the northern hemisphere and so we will celebrate Christmas and then we will spend the next couple of months celebrating winter and um, that just just what feels right for us in our home so you know I know sometimes when you see all the Christmas trees going up you're like oh I'm not ready and I'm there I am not ready to put my Christmas tree up yet like I keep seeing on Instagram people putting their Christmas tree up and I think I'm like oh should I be excited already because I'm not currently and so I think in the next couple of weeks we'll think about the tree but obviously I'm thinking as well like it's not about me you know, if it was just me and my husband, <laughs> I might only put the Christmas tree up, like, just before Christmas. <laughs> and I know many of you who have real trees have to do that, right? You can't put your real tree up in November because it would be dead by Christmas. So it's just what works for you and your family. Christmas, it's a busy season and there's no escaping it to some extent. You know, there's always going to feel like those pressures on, you know, scheduling all these events. We must meet up before Christmas, those sorts of things. And, and seeing all the people that you love and adore and want to see uh, around Christmas and celebrate Christmas. And, you know, that can be quite overwhelming too. We, you know, very much try and keep our schedule open to the people that we really, really, really you know, want to spend time with and really want to catch up with before Christmas, but also remembering that, you know, it can be really busy for everyone and there's nothing wrong with 
actually scheduling things after Christmas and you know why I would love to catch up with everybody before Christmas and you know enjoy the season with everyone it's just not possible to squeeze everybody in so it's about this balance of you know seeing people but also understanding that everybody's busy and including ourselves and giving ourselves grace and allowing ourselves to say no I don't have time and I want to see you so shall we just do something in January instead because January here in the UK and you know I guess in many countries colder countries in the northern hemisphere you know January is miserable it's cold it's dull nobody's got any money because Christmas has just happened there's nothing to look forward to because Christmas has passed I mean we do have in our house um mine and H's birthdays are in February so we do have those to look forward to um but you know in general January can be a tricky month especially you know in terms of paydays we often get paid here in the UK many people do get paid ahead of Christmas and therefore you have to make that paycheck it's like six weeks until your next payday so it just everything just feels feels very long very long and drawn out after Christmas so you know certainly if you if you feel like there's a lot going on before Christmas and you're starting to get overwhelmed then you know push some things back to January you can still celebrate your friendships and the people that you you know, love to have in your life. You can still celebrate in January. It doesn't have to be Christmas related. And, you know, something we're going to do this year, we're um, not seeing most of my husband's side of the family before Christmas, just because, you know, schedules just don't work that well. We've seen some of his family before Christmas, actually next weekend, which I'm really excited about. Um, but um, the rest of his family who live further away, we aren't going to get to see before Christmas, like I said, because schedules just don't work out. And we also want to make sure that the, we're not ferrying the children here, there and everywhere when, you know, the season is overwhelming enough um, in that Christmas week. So we're actually going to go and celebrate together in January. And so I'm really, really looking forward to that because we haven't been... Um, up to them for a little while and so I'm really really looking forward to that as well and yeah there are so many things about this season like I said that can be so overwhelming but there are also so many ways that you can actually just stop take a moment and say these are the things I want and these are the things I don't want and it's okay to say no it is always okay to say no and it's always okay to opt out of the things that you don't feel serve you if you don't want to go to the Christmas tree farm, if you don't want to go and have breakfast with Santa, if you don't want to visit Santa's grotto, if you don't want to do endless meetings of pre-Christmas drinks with people, say no, because you will get overwhelmed and when you're overwhelmed you will be more stressed and you know, you can do this season simply and slowly and at your own pace and that can be your own physical pace it can be your own mental pace and it can be your own financial pace Christmas whether we like it or not comes with some financial implications and the world is I don't know it's 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 in a bit of a tricky position at the moment and you know money is tight for so so many people 
and just remember that Christmas isn't about the gifts it's not about these expensive experiences it's not about going to see Santa at Lapland or going on his sleigh it's not about these big bold things you see on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook Christmas is about those small slow simple moments they are the things that you your children and your family they will that's the things that they'll remember those are the memories that they will treasure I don't remember most of the things I got for Christmas in fact the only thing I can remember particularly as a Christmas gift from when I was younger from a memory was a Barbie dream house and it was pretty it rocked to be honest um, and I have given it to H now she plays with it but I don't remember the gifts I received I don't remember who gave me what I don't remember what Santa bought me and what my my parents bought me I don't remember what happened in what year and what presents I got in which year I don't remember if I went to see Santa or we went and did all of these fantastic things but I do remember those small quiet slow and simple Christmas days and boxing days where it was just us it was just our family we were switched off from the outside world and we just enjoyed each other's company exchanged gifts exchanged love and just enjoyed ourselves and those are the memories that I treasure forever and those are the kind of things that I want to pass on to my children and want my children to treasure forever I want them to remember the feeling of Christmas and not the consumerism of Christmas like I've said throughout this episode Christmas means something different to all of us and for some of us we love to go big and for some of us we like to slow down and simplify and I hope if you're in the latter there are some things in this episode that you've been able to take away and that maybe you'll implement in your own life or or you've heard it and were like no that's not for me I prefer to do this however you celebrate I hope you have a wonderful wonderful Christmas season we're heading into December and you know there's so much to be excited about and so much to be thankful for and we've had you know the year hasn't been easy on everyone um life is forever changing and um our world is i don't know in a funny place at the moment but i hope you are able to slow down and simplify and just enjoy everything slow and simple that the christmas season have to offer because it doesn't like i said it doesn't have to be big and brash and bold it can be small it can feel insignificant but those are the memories that will honestly last a lifetime thank you so much for listening to today's podcast i hope you enjoyed this episode with me and Beatrice at times you know what she's like she loves to get in and have a purr and just come and have a little snuggle while we're recording the podcast and I love that because me and her don't get a ton of time to spend just the two of us I really appreciate all of you guys who take time out of your days and your week to just listen to the podcast and and just consume the content that I put out to the world I love that I get to do this and it's such therapy for me I really really appreciate each and every one of you so I would love to speak to you guys over on my Instagram. Please connect with me there. You can find me on my username is at lifeonplot44, which is named after my beloved allotment. And yeah, 
I would love to see you there and speak to you over there. And if you're able, please leave a rate and a review on this podcast. Uh, it would mean the world to me and it really helps other like-minded people find this podcast as well. So thank you again for listening and I will see you in my next episode.